0: Jay, Jay, Jay What? Have you joined the Breakfast Club? The Breakfast Club, what's that? It's our new 80s club where you can get discounted tickets to some of our shows, win 80s prizes and merch
1: How do I join Sammy?
0: You get into our band website www.rewind80sband.com and you'll get a pop up Oh I
1: love a pop up
0: We all All love things things that pop -up. up It's the Breakfast Club pop-up registration form. You can fill it in from anywhere in the world. That's what she said. Register today, rewind80sband.com or Facebook, Rewind 80s Band. The Breakfast Club. It's It's all all the 80s 80s you can eat. Just a circus. You'd be a clown, clown by clown. now. Woo! Hello, everyone. How you going, guys? I'm Sammy Hardon, <laughs> and I'm Jay Jovi. Welcome to the '80s montage.
1: Ah, oh, we're very, very excited, guys. We are very excited. We've we've vented our spleen. We've had a go at starting this we episode. Ah, oh. uh, we're a bit pissed already. That's all right.
0: No, I'm actually. I just. I just didn't. Get rid of the old shows, and then it was like, dude, you've got no memory. And I'm like, oh no, that's horrific. One ah. thing I forgot to do. But we're doing Elton John this week. Elton John. We which were is talking very king-
1: to Mick Newton just the other week, Mick Newton from Day on the Green, and he mentioned uh his amazing time with Elton, you know, when Elton came and, and did the the shows. And I just I listened to Elton quite a lot. I love his 70s period. And I just thought like I wonder what – I don't know why I was oblivious to this. I don't know why it wasn't at the front of my mind but I was sort of like I wonder what Elton sort of got up to in the 80s. Went and had a look at his discography and he's released like nine, ten albums in that decade. Incredible. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So a whole lot of new fans come in the 80s as well with Elton because it's a different style. Synthesisers had come in. Mm -hmm. The production's different. We've got video clips, not live stuff, you know, like yeah. actually video which he didn't like doing much. He really hated doing video clips. That's but nice. no, he didn't like it. He just thought it was part of the industry, so he did it. Mm. But I was gonna say that he was an incredible artist in the seventies. In the eighties, uh, oh, around seventy seven to 80, there was a hit and miss pot time. Yeah. And then he came back strong with some eighty stuff. That's right. He sort Which of came out in
1: 77 and sort of publicly uh, said he was stopping gigs. He was like basically retiring from doing gigs. And so Bernie Taupin went and worked with other artists and Elton did some weird stuff in that last couple of years of the 70s and then sort of came back so strong in the 80s. He, he would work with Taupin again in about 83 or and Don yeah, Too late for zero. Yeah, yeah. 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 So we're going to look at, you know, dot through the albums and have a look. There's a lot to cover. So mm. we should jump straight in, I reckon. It's really cool, this body of music that he did in the
0: 80s. Well, I've looked at a lot of interviews with Elton. He was an Aries. Mm. So everything had to be done, quick, quick, yeah. done, quick, you know. And... I sometimes Aries drive me a little bit mental because yeah. they're just so full on. Mm. But they get stuff done, you know.
1: Mika's an Aries. My dad's an Aries. Yeah, right, mm. right, And that's true. They they do get stuff done.
0: They do get stuff done but Mika's a quiet Aries. Yeah. Like you don't get frustrated at seeing him do a million things. Mm. Like it's cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, musicians are different though. They're yeah. really like quick. Well, what's next? You yeah, know, what platform yeah. can I do now? You know, yeah. And that's how he sort of lived his life, and I think that kept him alive. Mm. I think if he didn't have the industry, he would have been dead. And yeah. he's actually said that himself.
1: Yeah, yeah. Quite. I mean, yeah. Quite genius, and and just, just yeah. The mind, like his mind, is just incredible. the The music that he came up with, you know, imagine if. He wasn't able to, as a person, find an outlet for all of that energy, you know. Incredible performer.
0: Well, he found that re- really easy. It was his personal life he couldn't really do well. Yeah. yeah. Which was unfortunate because that's where the problems came. His his, his whole musical side of him was like easy mm. but it was the personal side, you know. Yeah, amazing. Um, yeah, but let's start with the first album. So the first album I've got is… Uh,
1: The Fox. The
0: Fox, 1981. Yeah. Went number two in Australia. We loved Elton in Australia. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. And Elton loves Australia. Yes. And Molly Meldrum. Yeah. Says Molly's an institution and the best thing to happen to the Australian music industry. Oh, great. Or the music industry full stop. Now,
1: you were saying just before that um, you've heard word that Elton might be moving to Australia. Yeah,
0: with the kids.
1: Wow! Yeah, exciting.
0: Um, I have heard that. I don't even know where I saw that, but I wonder I th-
1: where, he, where he'd end up. I reckon Sydney. Yeah, it'd have to Sydney. be on the, the harbour somewhere. It's beautiful.
0: Well, a lot of the video clips in these ads, are this this area, would were, were shot in Sydney.
1: Right yeah. You know yeah. Sad
0: Songs was shot in Sydney That's and right. Blue Eyes Yeah got. That was shot in Sydney as well. Mm-hmm. So he loves I think we a bit like with Countdown with ABBA and Kiss Elton John was always on Countdown. He was yeah. like part of the furniture and Australians loved him. Like I remember being at the pool with my uncle in their house and it was just straight away Elton John was on the stereo in the garage. It never – so I kind of see him as a 70s artist but then I just saw him go through to the 80s as well. Yeah, yeah. Which is amazing. But, yeah, we've got some good stories to share with I guess our, our experiences with his music. But the Fox 1981, I really did not know anything on this album.
1: No, I think he was really finding his way back. Although yeah. he he did, um, in, in 81, he performed in Central Park mm-hmm. to a crowd of 400,000 people. So the popularity was I thought you were going to say 400. Oh, yeah, 400, 400 people. people. And they were all homeless.
0: And homosexuals. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? I thought you were actually They homosexual. weren't homosexuals, they were homosexuals before homosexuals?
1: but they were certainly homosexuals after.
0: Oh, God, love it. And
1: thus is his power. No, yeah, I mean the popularity was still there. Wasn't a major hit from from that album. You know, nothing memorable at least.
0: That's it. So the second album will go past the fox. I don't even know what the fox was about. Why would you call an album the fox? A fox. Is that your pubic hair. But or it's like something?
1: that 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 meme that Maddie sent me. Fox News isn't actually about foxes, and then somebody underneath said, "and and neither is <laughs> neither is BBC News." That's
0: great. What a shame. Oh my god. Would,
1: I'd watch BBC News.
0: Fucking love that. We're so warped. <laughs> you and Maddie are so warped. Oh, I he's love a it. Sicko. I'm warped. I'm just, I just hide the fact. <laughs> I'm not as out there about it. Jump Up, 1982. So really interesting this album, he kinda went back to his sort of roots with the piano playing. Yeah. Because yeah. he loved Bill Haley and, and people like that, Buddy Holly. That's where he got the glasses thing from. And and he'd never seen anyone play rock and roll piano before. Um, all the rock and roll piano players. He yeah. didn't even know it, it happened. Mm. And that's when his mum brought home an Elvis Presley tune and some other tune. I think Would it was… Little
1: Richard and little Jerry Lewis. Lo- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right, Jerry yeah. Lee Lewis.
0: And he went, oh, my God, is this how piano can be played? Yeah. So I felt that Blue Eyes was a little bit of the normal genre that he did mm. but really beautifully produced. And yeah. we'll just have a listen now.
2: Blue Eyes. This guy blue eyes like a deep blue sea
0: that bit of music. Da, 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 da. I loved that as a kid.
1: Yeah, beautiful. And he um, actually uh, wrote lyrics on that. He no- yes, didn't he did. normally do that. He did you know? mm. And this was with Gary Osborne who he collaborated with in that sort of early 80s, uh, late 70s period while Torpin was still working with others. But um, beautiful treatment of that song. I think he sort of. For an artist who really he really sort of um puts a lot of attack into his into his performing and it's a beautiful treatment of of uh, yeah, a softer song. It's still got power though, you know?
0: Yeah, dedicated to Elizabeth Taylor. Is that right? Yep, blue eyes baby's got yep. <laughs> Jeff Piccaro on drums. Yes. Toto.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Incredible. Great feel. That's what – I mean he has a great feel, that dude. Yeah. I'm not a Toto fan and I know this is sacrilege to a lot of fucking musos in cover bands that want to do it at soundcheck. A lot of nerds. I'm not fucking that one, right? (laughs) Um, Filmed in Bondi to Bronte Walk and it had all the waves on the cliffs and stuff and he was on the piano. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you done that walk? No. It's
1: absolutely incredible. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: don't – look, I might have depending <laughs> on how straight I was. I don't know.
1: You might have done a bit of it and then seen a pub.
0: Well, I just – I've got no direction. <laughs> I don't know what well, car anyone well, drives. the
1: ocean's on one side. It
0: took me fucking five <laughs> years to get home from bloody Casey Central. <laughs> I had to fucking uh. – until the um, maps came out, Google Maps, mm. I was always – Fucking miles mm. away, ringing Maddie going, I think I'm on the corner of a church and a fucking it. You know, I had a kid
1: at school say to me, um, um, Mr. J, before Google Maps, how did people know where to go?
0: Mm. Yeah, I'd believe that. I know. Dumb shit. Totally. Uh, oh.
1: That was really <laughs> high
0: pitched. It was. That was like an That was a. Uh, it was
1: sort of multi-tonal as wow. well. That, that was like a Mariah Carey bit. Th-
0: like thin.
1: Yeah. Cute. Cute.
0: I what? love blue eyes. And I remember there was a song around the same time by the Honey Drippers. Mm. And I think it was um it was sort of similar. They went on a cliff and it was, was it Plant, Robert Plant was in the Honey Drippers. Oh, okay. Um uh come with me. By the sea, and I used to think there was such similar songs they're nothing like each other. Oh, right. But it was around that time where piano music was sort of cool, yeah, with a bit of synths and, and strings and all that yeah, sort of yeah, stuff.
1: Yeah. And this is like the time of, I guess, like Richard Clayderman and all that. You know, like piano music was
0: was uh, popular. And it's a good feeling to hear a great singer with the piano. Mm, mm. Like it creates a mood. You're already winning when yeah. you do that. Yeah and then you know sometimes i don't think elton really appreciated that about his music because he was so used to it yeah that he actually thought his voice didn't really deliver until the sort of middle middle eighties
1: yeah yeah he
0: wasn't really happy with it
1: no he never
0: really wanted to I, do it i
1: love his voice he, yeah. he's got such a masculine voice like it's it's a it's a beautiful male singing voice you know Absolutely. There's nothing androgynous about it. He's he, it, It's a beautiful male singing voice. It's an interesting sort of… Uh, no
0: frills, mm. all soul. Mm. That's right. I'm sure he'd be happy with that. Yeah. And he did go to singing lessons like in the mid-80s I think. He went to a couple of lessons. Yep. And he said his breathing was shit mm-hmm. and his placement was average and that's when his voice started to become a little bit… Better to hit. And you do, when you go to the right signature, you do feel the improvement. Mm. You do want to stay in that zone. Yeah. And you don't want to look back, which is great. So I think that's what happened around this time especially for Too Low for Zero. So Too Low for Zero was the next album I've got yes, in 83. Yes, that's right. Yep, yep. We've played I'm Still Standing at the top of the show. Yes. Which is very 80s. It was on Hits Huge, I think, which mm-hmm. is a compilation album.
1: Yeah, yeah. And
0: we saw Men in G-strings with their legs in the air, which As was we nice. That's yes. right. On the beach.
1: Yeah.
0: Very exciting and they you know, different colored budgies. What do they call them? Budgies?
1: Budgie smugglers.
0: Budgie smugglers. Yeah. We love that. And it was very it was very fluoro. And he was in the suit. And there was dancing this the one around. that he was
1: filming in uh, like Monte Carlo or some like the French Riviera or something like it that. Might have been. And Duran Duran were there. I think Duran Duran were there. They weren't in the clip or anything Not but no, they no. were in the same I, vicinity. That sounds familiar. And and Elton sort of, um, <laughs> Elton was trying to sort of clean his life up at this stage and then he sort of, went, you know, that night partied with Duran Duran and they were on the up, you know, they they were sort of really popular. And, um, and I remember Elton saying, Duran Duran, and I know can party, you know, like they, they really went for it and I think they might have put Elton on his on his back that night. not perhaps in the way oh, that he wished. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well that could be certain because he may have met Russell Mulcahy at that party.
1: Oh uh, yeah. Who was to do sad ah. songs, the video.
0: So maybe if mm. we're detectives that may have happened. Maybe we've discovered it. Because Russell loved a little bit of a fucking chat and with the gaffer guy. I've He's an all, Aussie. He loves it. Yeah. Um, Russell, of course, didn't do I'm Still Standing the video, but he soon went to do it. Now the 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 subject I want to talk about with Elv- uh, Elvis, fucking hell, with Elton <laughs> is Too Low For Zero. The song that I've picked off, because of, we have already played I'm Still Standing, is one of my favourite tracks of his... Which is very cool, and I think he wrote it for himself.
2: Well, she looked up peach in the dress she made when she was still a mama's little girl, and when she walked down the aisle. I got my hand I should have got a
1: Isn't that great? This is another reason we're talking about Elton at the moment. It's so topical. Elton is actually back in the charts at the moment with that single with Dua Lipa and of she course. sings a little sample of this song oh, within it. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. hip for, that's for
0: the kids. What I should have said, that bit. It's a fucking great song.
1: Great song and hugely popular, yeah. But I
0: remember I was 13 when he brought this out and I'm thinking, for some reason Elton was the artist that you never, ever second guessed his sexuality. You knew he was gay.
1: Yeah. The village
0: people, you did it.
1: You know what I mean? (laughs)
0: Yeah. George Michael, you did it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah, Because you were young. Yeah. But Elton, you knew. See, I... Uh, not, not from the music though. Maybe from the performing. Oh no, not
0: the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But from the performing, yes. You know how could you not fucking from mass- the costumes? Massive big big peacock fucking outfits. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Wedges and shit.
0: Because I remember thinking he's not gonna kiss a fucking bride. Who's he kidding? I used to think that as a kid, like. This is really funny that he's singing about this stuff. <laughs> and at thirteen you switched on a bit more than when you're watching the village people doing like, YMCA. Hang on. Yeah. Yeah. But I kind of appreciated the fact that he'd written a song because he did do a lot of straight stuff in his songwriting. Like there yeah. were a lot of arguments between men and women. He never really went the full-blown homosexual, I'm a homosexual. He knew everyone knew. And he still did the heterosexual videos, you know,
1: which yeah. was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if that's sort of – I wonder if that's, you know, the studio stepping in and 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 the marketing department. He
0: came out in the 70s and said he was a homosexual. Yeah, I know, but it's
1: pre-internet, you know. Like it's sort of – it's strange. It, it, But it's like all those big stars like David Bowie – I'm just trying to think of other sort of people that straddled the line, you know. They're a lot.
0: Straddled the line. Yeah, you with me? They're, straddled their penis. There are a
1: lot. They're, they're a lot. And it's like, oh, you know. And, and that was part of their appeal. Are they gay? Are they straight? You know, I don't know.
0: Well, the next thing I want to talk about is him <laughs> marrying Renata in Sydney. yeah.
1: Before we do, right? There was another song from that album that I absolutely love. Yeah, and I believe it's. Uh, I guess that's why they call it the blues. That's the one that Stevie
0: Wonder plays harmonica on. Yeah, that's why they call it the blues. Isn't on Too Low for Zero, isn't it? No, that's on Jump Up.
2: Oh. Oh no, sorry, honey.
0: Blue eyes. I'm thinking. Blue oh eyes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's um. I'm still standing, kiss the bride. I guess that's why they call it yeah. the blue.
1: Which or I love. Or is that i
0: f- not not breaking hearts? No, it? that was ah yeah, cool. Yeah,
1: Two lovers Zero. Great I song. Love it. It it breaks my heart. the The lyrics and the melody of that song is so powerful. And just just the lyric like um, um, laughing like children, living like lovers, rolling like thunder under the covers. Under it's just such cover. a beautiful lyric. Mm. Beautiful lyric by Taupin and and beautifully delivered. Yeah, you know, beautifully delivered. Um, actually, yeah, lyrics by Taupin. So, so um, yeah, and and you'll catch um, you'll catch Stevie Wonder on harmonica on that one.
0: Yeah, Stevie loved a bit of harmonica. He did Shaka Khan. I feel for you as well.
1: That's right.
0: Yeah, he loved a bit of a fucking harmonica solo.
1: Yeah, jump in and do some harmonica.
0: Couldn't say much, but he loved turning up
1: and synth. <laughs> Synth harmonica um, was was huge, you know.
0: Huge. Bigger than a vagina. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: We all loved it. Jesus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> here, here we go. <laughs> here
0: we go. The fucking
1: oh, – Danny fuck. Minogue's
0: been drinking this Celebrate fucking $8 bottle shit and it's great.
1: Yeah, uh, Yar- Yar- Yellow Glen,
0: fucking, is it? Yellow Glen fucking eight Yellow bucks.
1: Yellow Glen with all the – um decorations yeah, on the Yeah, bottle.
0: yeah. So I copied her like I do. Mm. And fingers
1: crossed. Everyone, everyone for me, fingers crossed and have Denny Minogue vibes because I'm hoping to be in an ad with her.
0: Wouldn't surprise me she's hanging out with all my other friends.
1: I love it. She loves
0: she'll men. love it. Oh yeah, God, they love her. They love her.
1: Yeah. All right. So yeah, eighty four. Nineteen eighty four now. Hearts. Re- now this is oh.
0: where my life changes. Okay. Let's have a listen. this is on Hits Huge 84, Sad Songs oh. by Elton John. Is yeah. it? I thought it was the other track but I've just looked it up and it was on Hits Huge 84. And this is where I started to think.
1: No, this is on Breaking Hearts.
0: No, 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 the, the compilation I said oh. that um, I'm Still Standing was on. Oh, yes, on. yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. All right. So Breaking Hearts, Sad Songs. Mm -hmm. Russell Mulcahy does the video clip. Ah. So you get that beautiful backflip that girl does as she comes out of the car with the long hair against the moon. Yeah, Do you remember that backflip? And then all the dancing and it was sort of in, I think it was sepia tone or black and white and he was in colour Mm -hmm. and certain things went into colour. So I'm, how old am I? 14. And I find out my dad's cousin has choreographed this video clip. Oh, wow. David Atkins. Oh, yeah. So he choreographs this and you see Sherry DaCosta in the video. So I'm like 30 degrees away from Elton John (laughs) at 14, getting so excited that my family is working with Elton John. Yeah. You know, and and of course that's how I got to know Russell Mulcahy and Mm. of course he did Rio and stuff. And... I just remember thinking, yeah, that's David's Corrie. David always did the jazz influence sort of stuff, very classy, men with hats, that kind of thing. Yeah, he loved it. Loved it and I loved a video clip and I think it is one of the most 80s video clips you could probably watch. Yeah, yeah. Of Elton's. Yeah, it's brilliant. Really? Yeah. You know, and I think it was filmed – I um, think it was filmed in Australia as well. Yeah, I did say that, didn't I? Yeah, filmed in Australia as well. Um, I'm just going to see where it was filmed because I rush cutters know. bay. Yes, that's right. Yeah, and I was very excited as a teenage girl to think because I, I guess I'm the only one that's sort of gone out and done music or done something. Yeah, with arts mm-hmm. and within your family. With that's right. Mm-hmm. So David had choreographed this, and I really thought this was big time for me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I was like, wow, this can really happen. You can work with people of this calibre. Oh, that's awesome. See, yeah. I, ne- I
1: never had, I, you know, I had, uh, co- you know, I grew up in the country. I had cousins in Sydney who were singers and, like, the highlight was, um, you know um uh, my my cousin Cheryl she's she used to sing the national anthem at the footy oh, and so wow. we'd see her on the TV and stuff like doing that and that was huge for me it was like a huge star whenever she'd come yeah, to visit yeah 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 know.
0: it's very exciting
1: yeah and 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 i guess and and both of her children both of her boys were also singers so there was that like oh fuck maybe i could do it too but but it just seemed like something out of my re- – it was just for city people, you know mm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. So first thing I did was
0: – Move out. Move out, out and out come of, to the city. Yeah. You've got since. to. Yeah. You've actually got to. Yeah. So Sad Songs, that was a brilliant song. So that was from Breaking Hearts, as we said, in
1: 1984.
0: Yes. The next one was Ice on Fire.
1: 84, you mentioned that he actually got married in 84.
0: Yeah, yeah, Valentine's Day Yeah. Renata. Uh,
1: yeah, Renata uh, Blawell.
0: I'm not sure. I know I don't know how to pronounce it properly, but she was the sound engineer from Germany.
1: And I could never sort of place why. I always thought, oh, (laughs) he got
0: married. Oh,
1: it's because of drugs.
0: Well, I thought it was because he kissed the bride in his song. So why not fucking play it out in real life? Oh yeah, Yeah? that's what I thought. (laughs) That was my fucking. I thought, yeah, oh well, he's really song about it. <laughs> Very I don't know. Good. I think sometimes people write about their life. Yeah. Like sometimes it snows in April is about Prince's death mm. and he died in fucking April. Yeah. How do you know what people fucking know about yeah. themselves?
1: Yeah, pretty pretty amazing.
0: I actually think because I remember thinking, I want to kiss the bride. And he'll never kiss a bride unless <laughs> he's in a dress. And then he got married to Renata, and everyone was in shock because it was Sydney. in Australia.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: he was. The, he calls this year the bag of coke year, though. So I will give him. So it was because of yeah, drugs. Your bag oh. of coke year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In Australia, he loves Australia. He was touring here, I think. Though. Yeah. Because when John Lennon died, I heard a story. When John Lennon died in 1980, they were in Australia as well, mm. and they were on the plane. And his manager had heard John Lennon died and they kept everyone on the plane, the Elton John band, to tell them what had happened. Because oh, they didn't want them coming off the plane and getting a shock with all the news reporters about John Lennon. Yeah. And yeah. he said, it didn't hit me when I heard he died. Because they were really good friends because he's godfather of Sean.
1: Oh, yes. yes yeah.
0: So he said, oh, it really didn't hit me until I... Sort of three days later, when I did imagine at a, mm. at a gig, mm. and I was in Australia at the time, he spent a lot of time in Australia. Yeah, yeah, you know, it was
1: fun. Australia was fun in the eighties. It, it was, was fun. fun.
0: Full of budgie smunklers. Yes, just I don't and know water slides. Real people who
1: just wanted to have fun. Is it still like that? No. You know, is it as fun? Oh, look, it's just, I just not fluoro fun. enough. I want to go back.
0: Well anyway. it's just I think oh, I don't can't. know honey I don't know anyway
1: the magic the marriage would last for 3 years
0: because 84 to 88 or some shit
1: Yeah yeah um and I remember him <laughs> I remember him saying something like oh Bowie got married everyone was got you know everyone was getting married in the 80s Yeah I don't think you have to as well no, though
0: No no and he didn't have the the industry telling him to, he just did it because he was yeah. on coke. And I think he just got over men. He was mm. like, I've been heartbroken by too many. Could you imagine? I mean it's hard enough being in a fucking cover band yeah. and keeping a relationship together. Yeah. If you're in a situation where you're a huge star yeah. and you can't find anyone, you go out and you're like, singing to how many thousands yeah. of people, mm. people think that's really good and that's alive, yeah. but it's actually not. It's you very isolating. More. Yeah, Absolutely. Mm. So I think he just sort of – and I think there was a mini arrangement there as well. Probably.
1: And he sort of – in in retrospect, I, I've heard him talking about it since and he said like he, he really did it for his mum.
0: You oh, really? Yeah. 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 He loved his mum. Yeah. And his grandmother. Yeah. His dad was a cunt. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Elton, but your dad yeah. was a cunt. He, his um, stepdad was good.
1: I remember, <clears throat> I remember him, and he sort of. Elton is like the 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 patron saint of gays. You know, it, it's it's like, it's like Elton's life. Ev like gay gay men sort of see themselves in in that, you know. And and Elton is just sort of reflective of I don't, yeah I don't know how to explain it other than saying he's like the patron saint of gays you know, and and I remember reading that Elton, Elton watched Billy Elliot, yeah yeah, yeah. at the cinema that's right and he collapsed at the end when um spoiler alert. At the end where when… Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, film came out fucking… Yeah, yeah, 28 years ago.
0: <laughs> ago. Yeah. That's right. Spoiler alert. It's, it's the 80s, yeah, quit, remember. Turn it
1: off if yeah. you haven't seen yeah. Billy Elliot. <laughs> anyway, yeah, at, at the end when Billy's a boy and he, um, he rushes up to his grandmother at the end and she just gives him this big hug, one last big hug and then lets him go. Because she'll she knows he's gonna be successful and she's never gonna see him again, sort of, you know, like she's releasing him out into the world. Apparently Elton was inconsolable. He was like on the floor sobbing and and it was inconsolable. Like it had to be sort of almost carried out at the end of the film. And it had such a profound effect on him that he went on to sort of do the musical. You That's know, right. He, he, yeah. he said, I, I've got to do it, I've got to be involved. He loved it yeah and Good. and look I you know I I, I had that same experience with Billy Elliot not when I you know when I was watching I saw myself as a performer nobody nobody quite understanding but mum did and my grandmother did you know what I mean like they see it they see they see it in you first
0: grandmothers are probably the biggest personality you'll meet yeah even before your mother. Yeah. It's just something it's about true. them that. See so much more than your own parents, yeah. and that's horrible to say. But because your parents do see stuff, but I think they see stuff as you get older. When you're young, though, the, the grandmother just sees this spark in your eye, and it's yeah. all about that. And I get so I feel so sorry for people that have children that try and stop their kids from seeing their grandmother. Yeah, because it is a huge part of your upbringing.
1: God, yeah, it's so important.
0: It's so important. Yeah. Like it's more important than you as a parent. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, his dad, I think, was in a jazz band as a trumpet player. That's right. So he was a musician but he never saw Elton as anything special mm. and then had another four kids, I think, outside of Elton That's with right. another wife. Yeah. And Elton had this void in his life with his dad mm. and his grandmother took that and ran with it. Yeah. And he said a funny story. He, he got a, a jet for the whole family to do – this tour and he was in a dressing gown and he was in a house and he jumped in the pool and went out like he was drowning. Like he went, well, I'm going to kill myself or something like that. And the grandmother was like me with a cigarette going, oh, well, I best go home then if that's going to (laughs) happen. Like she was that type of chick.
1: Yeah, yeah. Which is
0: a really good way to get over that crap that you're hearing. Yeah, yeah. It's you know how to deal with it Mm, where some mm. parents will go, oh, my God, you're thinking what? Your grandmother was like. Transparent. Seen shut it all the before. fuck up. Exactly. Yep. So I really enjoyed that. But
1: oh, awesome.
0: Yeah. No, I actually I remember him saying that about Billy Elliot, <laughs> and it's it's incredible. Yeah. I've actually never seen Billy Elliot. Today. Oh, you
1: gotta watch it. Oh, no, God, I it's dude. good. It's just I was going to play seen. it for my kids at school, and then I fucking realised how much swearings in it. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, then I'll love it. Mm. Wow. All right. So we're up to eighty-five.
0: Eighty-five, baby.
1: Big year for Elton. Elton, of course, performed at Live Aid at Wembley. Mm. And it was huge.
0: Now, I like this album, Ice on Fire.
1: Ice on Fire in 85.
0: Because we saw the best duo of the 80s in this. Oh, yeah. And I'm just going to play the track because I really loved everything about this song. If I can just find it, kiddies, you know what I'm like when I'll get pissed? Oh no, that's the next show we haven't done yet. Um, George Michael was a big part of this and I loved it.
1: Fuck yeah, what a song! (laughs) I love it. We groove out to these songs as we're playing them. Like well, we've heard them hundreds of times.
0: Exactly. It's so awesome. And when you just think you don't know enough about Elton John, this track comes on and you go, "Fuck, yeah. this is a ripper."
1: How good is George's voice? Falsetto,
0: incredible. He's got an amazing falsetto. Oh.
1: Oh, what a song! Ball breaking. So great. What a beautiful. I mean, they did a couple of collaborations. What a beautiful. Uh, Don't duo let your they sun are.
0: go down on me.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. right. Don't yeah. let
0: your sun. Go down on me. Everyone was thinking it, weren't they? They were. I think yeah. they were. It was whatever yeah. it was. We all loved it. <laughs> I loved that they were both screaming queens and you saw Bridget Bardot and Sophie Loren and all these amazing, beautiful women that yeah. they were acknowledging. Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh, God, I wish they were singing about me. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I used to love it as a little girl.
1: Yeah. What a brilliant song!
0: Now, a funny story about because Nikita, Nikita, yeah. there's another like he's talking to a chick. Do you it remember the hat much. she wore? Yes, Maddie brought me one of those hats in England. Yeah, it's like a Russian. You look great in that hat. Oh, have you seen it? Yeah. Okay, so he buys me this hat. I go Camden Town. We bought Yeah, me Yeah, the hat. yeah, yeah. Bloody love it. So it's cold. I'm wearing this Nikita hat. And
1: did you pretend you're a Nikita?
0: Well, the fucking funny thing is we went to France uh, for two days. Mm. We caught the train there mm. and very sleazy men. You, if you can't get rooted in France, you fucking have leprosy. <laughs> like you just – it's just fucking – you can root anything you want, right? I'm sorry, if you live in France, you know it. You're <laughs> laughing. So we stayed at this hotel and I walk in with my hat like fucking, you know, whatever… And the guy at the hotel goes, Nikita, you look like Nikita. Because he wants to shag me. Because, uh, yes. you know, I looked all right. You look like Nikita. And I went, I don't know if that's French, how that sounds. And I was like, oh, God. And I was really wrapped that he'd noticed <laughs> that I wanted to be like Nikita. But Nikita was... Blue-eyed, she was incredible looking in the video. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah,
1: Nikita, Oh, Nikita. my God, thank you for noticing. Yeah, thanks
0: for noticing my hat because <laughs> I don't think – but Maddie didn't know what was going on. Who the fuck's Nikita, <laughs> yeah. you know, because, you know, he was into goth metal, like uh, right? yeah, a, a different <laughs> exactly, thing, right? Yeah. So I'm like, oh, yeah, and then I start singing it like for a joke and then every time I saw the prick, oh, Nikita, oh, where's Nikita. your hat? And that's the only reason Every I'm
1: time you saw him, like, when yeah. you went to shag him in the lift Yeah, and stuff.
0: well, the lift was <laughs> yeah. like an inch long. <laughs> yeah. The lifts yeah. in France are really tiny. It's fucking...
1: They're dangerous. They're like
0: cupboards. Yeah. They are. Yeah. And, and people, when they walk in in France, they don't turn around to face the outside door. They just look at you. Yeah, yeah. It's really bizarre.
1: yeah. They're yeah.
0: really strange people. Yeah,
1: it, it, you're true about like dudes cracking on in in France. They are so full much. on. Apparently, oh. Spain's the worst, but I've not been to Spain yet. But in France, we're sitting in a restaurant, and um, we had been. Where had we been? We we're in we we're in um, London uh, like the week before, and it was like the most beautiful summer in London in uh-huh. 10 years kind of thing. And so everybody, like, wears singlets and, you know, makes the most of the sun. And We actually got fucking sunburnt in
0: London. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And by the time we got to France and everything, everyone's peeling and Mika's sister's sitting there with a beautiful brown skin, brown, you know, Cypriot skin, and the the fucking uh, maitre d' at this restaurant, we're having lunch, Walks up. He's this disgusting old dude. Yeah, yeah they are. He They're was funny. He, he was piss funny. We were all laughing, laughing. But then he was like, "Oh, you have somebody on your shoulder." So he then proceeded to peel Rub his dick on your no, shoulder. No, oh. I wished he had have done that. <laughs> it wouldn't have been as gross as this. Oh, no. he peeled the skin off her shoulder oh, and ate it.
0: What the fuck are We're you talking all like about? Going,
1: what is this the fuck a real just story? happened? Really, it is. I don't oh. know why we just didn't. I think we we're a bit drunk because we'd been like drinking champagne in the park and got kicked out, and we thought we'd better have something to eat. I th- I think we were just sort of overwhelmed. We'd been to the the Louvre that day, and <laughs> we, you know we'd
0: been to the Louvre. We,
1: we were just like couldn't believe it. We still bring that story up and like what the
0: fuck? How did she react?
1: She couldn't – we were all in shock. We wanted to kill him.
0: Like yeah. the dudes
1: at the table wanted to kill him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we didn't sort That's of do anything. That's worse than
0: fingering someone under the table. It's so I'd fucking he gross. I'd rather him have fingered her than eat skin off her body. Right? Like what? It's so fucking
1: gross. disgusting. But, but then then we got served food and ate it. Like oh. as if you would. Sausages? No, I think we were just fucking starving. Uh, it was shaved parmesan that yeah. looked like <laughs> <laughs> that's,
0: that's very see through.
1: Yeah, it looked like fucking sunburn. Maybe that's a
0: sexual thing for them. Maybe I he just does that he with I just think he wanted a piece skin. of
1: her. You know, like, it was just yeah. absolutely. Disgusting. I want to be sick
0: if you're sick. Yeah, yeah but I we be went weird. out. We went
1: out with the girls. You know, and the girls were both um, the girls were both single. At this stage, gorgeous, you know, Greek princesses. Oh, absolutely. And and we went out um, uh, in and around the Moulin Rouge and um, it was just like incredible. And we're sitting, you know, two guys, two girls, we're sitting there sort of at this little cafe Having a having a wine, and over our shoulders behind us is the fucking skinny as fuck, big dicked fucking waiters flirting with the girls, like making eyes over our shoulder. Oh. As far as they knew, these girls were our fucking girlfriends, girlfriends, That's right. and that yeah. didn't stop them. Yeah, no,
0: no, like, no, no, no. But Maddie was with me. Mm. You look like the Ooh, yeah. la la la. And I'm like, oh, fucking what? Yeah.
1: They're skinny and they got big. That
0: goes over Maddie's head. He doesn't get that. (laughs) He just thinks they're being nice. They're (laughs) fucking not being nice. I I loved Paris when I went to see we went to the funeral park of the doors. I love that. Jim Morrison's Mm. funeral. Mm-hmm whatever he's buried. Yeah. And then we met a crazy that, that tells everyone that he works there does but the he doesn't. Tour, yeah, yeah doesn't tour. <laughs> yeah. The fucking imaginary tour. Yeah. And then wants 20 pounds after you fucking done it. <laughs> and I said no and you should have seen his face. He just walked off and I'm like, "Ah, oh, fucking say no to anyone." <laughs> and um we went to a little cafe and I loved that part of it but the city I couldn't handle. Mm. I felt quite unsafe.
1: Yeah, yeah. It felt
0: like I was on stage. To be honest with you, like yeah. you know, when you're on stage and everyone wants to root you, yeah, yeah. When you're 20, yeah, and you just oh. have to throw a fucking vagina move to scare the I'd fuck have gone out of there it. when I was 20. Yeah, oh, no. Apparently, no. they
1: have
0: diabetes. Apa-
1: yes, apparently they have. Like, and you've got to be able to speak French when you go there, otherwise you're fucked. You've got to – That there's there's these um, you know, like fucking gays have. Like sex clubs and stuff like that. And swingers have like swingers things like once a month and everything. Apparently, in Paris, there's these in the middle of the city, like underground clubs that you go to and just have sex and then leave. Wow. And for men, women, fucking goats, anyone. Goats. Yeah, mammals.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah. Anyway, back on track. Yeah. So, good 80, story 85. 85 was also when he would release. That's what friends are for, with Dionne Warwick, yeah. Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Very wet song, but it's still his most successful release in terms of charts. And Wasn't that Lionel Richie? No, it was Stevie Wonder.
0: Stevie Wonder, Lionel Richie. What did Elton have to do? Wasn't he just he singing? Sang on it as oh, well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Dionne Warwick. Mm, okay.
1: Yeah, Warwick.
0: I forget he was in that though.
1: Yeah. Oh, and Gladys Knight, that was the other one. She'll, Gladys she'll Knight. Be rolling. Love Gladys. She'll be rolling.
0: Now we're going to go to a commercial break. Not even dead. And it's a ripper. Yeah. And it's one he did with Paula Abdul. It's very camp.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: Not far
0: Gina could sing. It would sound like that. <laughs> How bad's her vocal? Yeah. It's so thin. Look, I love her. I love her Paula Abdul, but mm. um, very thin sounding oh, voice.
1: Oh, God, it, he's just so full and warm. Yeah, and he, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah she, look, she wasn't a singer, but no. fuck, she was she was interesting. I'm
1: very popular. And it's interesting
0: the they put the two of them together because I Strange. haven't heard anything about that. Nah. Oh, oh yeah baby That's a
1: disgrace.
0: <laughs> 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 I oh love it. Oh my god, that was uh, a good one. Wow, that was a good one. That had a lot of depth. I had a fucking telemarketer <laughs> ring me the other yesterday. Yeah. And they when they not legit, they go, "Hello madam, your ABN, your ABN, your ABN." I went, "Oh, what about my fucking ABN?" <laughs> she went, "No, listen to me." You're ABN and I'm like, you fucking listen to me. (laughs) I just went berserk.
1: I just finished
0: (laughs) teaching a child how to sing. It's
1: actually the secretary at your accountant. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And she hung up on me and I was so happy. And I hope she's in fetal position for the rest of her fucking life. (laughs) Don't ever say to someone, listen to me, when you're trying to sell them something. That's not real. No. You know?
1: No, something appearance. What company
0: are you from? Yeah, why listen they, to me. Yeah, why don't they teach people to say some bullshit company and then maybe I might believe you?
1: I don't think they teach. I think with those things it's just like they let them go and get them to call like Anyone. hundreds of people in the hope that there will be one sucker, you know, because their techniques are not very good. They they're call me all the time. Good.
0: Yeah, right.
1: Fucking drives me nuts. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, they're crazy.
1: But Elton would have a very good run with ads and particularly with Diet Coke. He did mm. a subsequent one in the 90s uh, with Diet Coke. Remember we had all the legends and it was that sort of new technology of using old footage and blending it with like new footage. Yep. And people were absolutely blown away with it, you know. They like in, in a way that, you know, when Michael Jackson bought out black and white and they used that morphing technique. Mm-hmm. Similar kind of reaction to how the fuck have they done that? You know, how they how yeah. they brought back Louis Armstrong and you know oh, all yeah, these people. Yeah, yeah. Remember
0: you did that? They had they had a lot of pressure on them because Diet Coke, Diet Pepsi, mm, or Pepsi, Pepsi. was yeah. doing a lot of advertising. Yeah took Coke a long time to come to the party with that stuff.
1: Yeah, this very, very –
0: And when they did it, they did it right.
1: That's right, yeah. This was very much the period of the Cola Wars.
0: Well, Diet Coke can kill you, I think, if you're <laughs> yeah. going to drink Coke. If drink you're drinking the buckets Coke. of it a day, yes. Oh, absolutely. So, don't do so it. that was our commercial and um, – I don't know, I just thought that was sort of interesting that those two artists were put together. Can you imagine that? oh, Paula Abdul, that little chipmunk, she's going to do it with me. Yeah,
1: him with his, friend, no, him yeah. with his friends afterwards, like, you should have fucking
0: heard her. Oh, I know. Yeah. Could you imagine? Because he was such a full-on bitch. Yeah. Like, yeah. I love that about him. I think it, you know, I know he went to rehab. He did um, the Tiara movie. Tantrums and Tiaras and he was really full on with his band and fucking freaking out. But Mm. he'd just gone to rehab and gotten over the fact that he couldn't tell people where to go. Like it was really hard for him. (laughs) Shit. So he gets through rehab and then he goes into (laughs) that. I've got to watch Tantrum and Tiaras because I think it looks really good. (laughs) And I actually appreciate that because there is a skill in telling someone you're pretty pissed off with them. Yeah, yeah. And if you're the boss and you can't do that... I think there's something wrong there, you know. Have you
1: seen – have you actually seen footage of him having a tantrum? Yeah. Losing it? Yeah. It's so funny. It's great. It's so funny. He gives yeah. it everything. Yeah. There's this footage – I think it was in Asia somewhere. I, I'm thinking Bangkok but I bet it's not – But he's just – he's in – and sort of in, you know, in in the 90s and noughties sort of touring period, he used to wear the tracksuits like, you know, touring. Yeah, he did. Coloured fucking tracksuits and everything and his big rug, you know, big sort of reddish-brown rug. Yeah. And um, he's just giving it to the the Asian press who weren't meant to – the Asian paps who weren't meant to be there. And he's just got his arms crossed and like going, fuck –
0: Oh! I love that. Just
1: like screaming at them. Love it. Doesn't care that he's no. being filmed, just no. losing his temper.
0: And he's embarrassed about it a little bit, but dude, the, the amount of pressure you would have on you, yeah. you would have to lose your You're mind. You're Flown. Mm. Yeah. So we've done Leather Jackets 86. We're yep. going to live in Australia 87. Yes. With the Melbourne Symphony. Symphony Orchestra. Symphony Orchestra, yes. MSO. Now that was an Australian idea. Yeah. That wasn't actually anyone yeah. in his camp. It was an Australian idea. Yep. Uh, uh, Gus actually I think got involved in the end but it was a hundred piece I think. hmm Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where they did tours and and stuff around Australia and yeah. he loved it.
1: Yeah. Brilliant idea.
0: With strings and brass and… That,
1: will, that would appeal to anyone, you, know, you yeah. know. Like how incredible.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't really put anything down from that because I could only find… Well, I didn't really look. But, uh, <laughs> 87 is… 87.
1: 87 is also the year he'd um, take the papers to court over a libel case. Yeah, remember?
0: tell me about this. I don't.
1: They said that… There, there were sort of false allegations. They, they actually print so fucking stupid. Printed in the paper that he um, used to hire rent boys.
0: Oh yeah, that's right.
1: Yeah, and it's so fucking dumb. Like, he's one of so the richest artists. What? So one of the well, so what? But, but like one of the richest artists in the world is if you make fucking something up like that and not expect a massive reaction. You
0: know? Exactly. And yeah. you know it's so hard to find a partner when you're of that calibre that doesn't want you for your money, he might doesn't have got want one. you for your music. Or two, you know what I mean? Like he was so heartbroken. Yeah, that's the only reason he went for Renata. Yes, not because she had a vag. Yeah, Not it because her because name was Renata. That's right, not because she was a sound engineer. <laughs> not because, <laughs> not because he wanted to be a fucking talk of the town, which he fucking <laughs> was in Australia. We copped it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Because I remember Molly Meldrum couldn't fucking believe it. Mm. And it was on Countdown. It was, like, it was sort of,
1: it was sort of like a betrayal to to a lot of the community. You know, it was like, what the
0: fuck? I is felt going betrayed. On? I I was like, you
1: really want to kiss he, a bride, he, dude? He was a pioneer for the gay community, you know. And then he goes and gets married to a chick, and it's like.
0: You're doing, yeah, yeah. Don't like that. The
1: further you Mm. go into being gay, the more sort of, I guess, doors it opens for normal people, you
0: know. The year of the Coke bag,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: So, 88,
1: we're up to 88, we're almost there.
0: (laughs) Well, he did have a greatest hits in 87, that's right. Which that would have been the record company trying to recoup, I don't know, losses somewhere. Who knows? Who knows? Make a buck. Yep, make a buck and bring Mm. him into a new, I guess, a new audience, Mm. which happened with Queen when they released their greatest hits. You get all these other little kids coming out and blah, blah, blah. That was cool. I didn't put anything down for that either.
1: (sighs) (laughs) Now in 88, very popular, he would release Reg Strikes Back, which, you know, it sounds like a little bit of a comeback, doesn't it? And and I don't know. Like a... Excuse me, that wasn't actually a big one. That was like that. Your burp was like <laughs> Elton John's vocal in that ad, yeah, and yeah. my b- burp was I like Paul Abdul's. my burps very <laughs> yeah. nicely. Mine was pathetic, like yeah, Paul's. Yeah. Anyway, um, Red Strikes Back sounds like a comeback album. You know what I mean? Then he might have
0: been a little bit pissed after uh, all the allegations, or even yeah, maybe, maybe. Who knows? It yeah. might have had
1: a big. Uh, what was the
0: allegation about his voice? Something about his voice. Oh, I can't remember. I keep hearing interviews about his voice and he was fighting over that. Maybe he was talking about his voice yeah. and him being heard, I don't know. but really? yeah. But yeah, Reg, Reg strikes back. Well, mm. Reg is his real name.
1: Oh uh, Yes, and this is the thing, like the, the real name. So his, his sort of name is Elton Hercules John and his real name is Reginald Kenneth Dwight. I love how he even changed his middle name. Yeah. Yeah. So Red Strikes back there, that's the album. Um, 88 would be a big year. He had five sold-out shows in Madison Square Garden.
2: Yeah.
1: Which brought the total of sold-out shows at the time for him to 26. 26 sold-out shows in his career at Madison Square Garden. Have you been there, Madison Square Garden? No, I haven't yet, babe. Pretty incredible. I I saw uh, basketball there. Lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We wanted to go. We wanted to see a basketball game. Went there. um, blown away. Of course, there was like a big row of celebrities in the front.
0: Oh, who was in the front?
1: Um, Chiwetel Ejiofor. You know the the uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor, the the um, British black British actor who was in um, um, Seven Years a Slave. Is it Seven Years a Slave?
0: I don't know.
1: You know the one. And he's in um Doctor Strange as well. He's the villain ah. in the for? At
0: least you know the name.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's one of those names.
0: Anyone else? Um
1: who was there? Beyonce?
0: Uh, uh, Jack Black. Jack Black.
1: And there's another one, but I'm not gonna remember. It wasn't Rihanna? I would have said that first. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, like good, like fucking solid stars. Do you think the stars
0: really know much about basketball? Do they? Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah, front row. I mean they get awesome tickets and they're fucking front row and you're watching LeBron James and shit. Or are they shagging them? Probably. Mm. I think it's all, you know, I've... I've, uh, you know, I've been exposed to some levels of those corporate sports events as well. They're amazing. The experience is incredible. Why not if it was all free, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, so, so Madison Square Garden, pretty amazing.
0: So I've got a song from Red Strikes Back. Yes. Which is his 21st studio album. <laughs> Great. I really like this track in the 80s.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Have a listen. love it. Great
1: fucking song. It
0: pumps. And I think it was one of those videos that was one shot. I remember there yeah, being right. a big fuss about the fact that they went through all the rooms in one shot. And yeah. I may be wrong but I remember there being a bit of a fuss about, you know when that one shot video clip sort yeah. of started to come in?
1: Yeah, it was a big deal.
0: It was a big deal. And it was another heterosexual thing, you know, yeah. singing about a heterosexual couple. Yeah. I always found that interesting. Mm. I really wanted to see two gay men, to be honest with you, oh, but that never, never huge. happened. Yeah. It only happened in my real life. So anyway, we'll yeah. Get um, I love that track, and there's just something about it. It's musically very up to date and sort of glorified synths and stuff. But I, I do love it.
1: Yeah, I'm not crazy about the, I'm not crazy about the sort of, uh, some of the synth sounds in that song. Yeah. I, I, I like I. I, I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to make it really contemporary. I don't think they needed to. Like it's the, the piano and vocal piano, is so, yeah. so strong. Yeah. Really pumps that He
0: stuff. didn't like synths. You're he right. called synths gas to electric.
1: Yeah, right, right. He did,
0: so he used to have synth players work on the tracks. Yeah. He did play a little bit of synths himself, but he really didn't enjoy it. Yeah. But he actually didn't enjoy piano much either because you couldn't move a piano. Yeah. So his neck is quite fucked up. Oh yeah.
1: Because you've always From got spinning got, around looking well, at the audience. Well you've got to look and at and the
0: audience that. and and it's you always, I mean, it could be cervical dystonia. Like oh, I've even yeah. had that through head flicking my I've whole life. i never thought of that. And he doesn't go to chiropractors. He just goes to a masseur in Los Angeles. Mm. But it is a, a problem that you have been a performer if you are looking the one way the whole time. I was just Your body the, the, gets the, redirected.
1: The, the masseur pulls him off and he doesn't even think of his neck anymore.
0: Yeah. They, they don't actually work on his neck. No, I don't think the masseur does do that. no. Not when David's around. I love those two together. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah, David Furnish. The, I love the par- those two together.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. David. It would be good. Imagine if they moved out to Australia and I just rang them. I would ring them and go, When do you want to come out for a barbecue? I don't give a fuck if Say he says no. Yeah, he'd go, Yeah, <laughs> where are you?
1: All right. And we're up to now 1989.
0: Yeah. That's good.
1: Now, this was uh, this album, "Sleeping with the Enemy." This was would be the last album he would release in this decade. It was a really, it's quite a change in tone. I felt, yeah. And and this sort of, uh, I, I guess, is another. This is another reference to this song that he's got in the in the charts. Um, okay, really. it's taken from "Sacrifice," you know, the bulk of the song. I love "Sacrifice." It's taken from "Sacrifice." Um, very sad. This song's very sad. I love it so much, but it's it's got such a melancholy tone to it. And even the album, Sleeping with the Enemy, the album look, the album was released in eighty nine. Uh I think a lot of the singles were released in ninety. Sure. Um, that's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so you know, this is it's right up to date, right you know, right to the end of the eighties and, and beyond like the stuff he did in the nineties was incredible. Do you as well. listen
0: to this album or have you do you like the album?
1: Yeah, I do. I like yeah, the album. Right. Yeah, yeah.
0: Do you have it in your car? It's very menopausal.
1: Now. Oh, it is a bit.
0: Yeah, which you do like menopausal tracks.
1: And do yeah. something about that.
0: I mean, I'm menopausal, but sometimes you can be it's, a little bit more menopausal.
1: It's um, I'm not menopausal around other people. I'm just menopausal on my own. <laughs> Are you? When
0: well, I get in the car? I don't on my know own. that fucking Richard um, Marx cassette in the car in Nine. Is <laughs> fucking? I beg to differ. Fucking no, Jesus. It's when I, like, get on my
1: own? It's like oh, I have a. Oh, little... she's
0: down at the river drowning herself. <laughs> fucking Jesus. Uh, I got in and wanted to neck my uh, own body. Uh, fucking what uh, are you doing? <laughs> We're going to a rock uh, gig and you turn well, up with yeah, fucking Richard Vance. Fucking... She <laughs> went down to the river.
1: I know, there's something wrong with me, I don't know. Oh. Anyway, so, so yeah, sleeping with the past and. Uh, kind of suck Yeah, all quite a melancholy tone um, But I love Healing Hands I love the song Healing Hands
0: And should we have a listen to that song Healing Hands, do you think? Yeah <laughs> 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 Fucking hell, that if was so funny If you can so find funny. it If I can find it, Reg, <laughs> no, it's Sleeping With The Past <laughs> <laughs> Fucking heaven, we all slept with the past though Yeah You just go for the same fucking things <laughs> Healing Hands, here it is, stick this dick around it.
2: I never knew it could hurt
1: Ah, I get goosebumps. I love it. Yeah, no, I really do. Because I was sort of a kid, you know, around this time. I don't know how old I was. About like eleven or twelve or something. Yeah, you were. And I was into hair metal bands and. We loved Elton John as well because of this song because he was sort of taking it up to the rock bands, you know what I mean?
0: Healing this, hands. Yeah, this
1: charted and people loved it at the time.
0: Healing hands. It's very spiritual.
1: It's the massor on the neck.
0: <laughs> it's a healing hand. I don't mind a healing hand every now and yes.
1: then. Yes. The
0: whole fist in <laughs> <trapped. laughs> I knew
1: it was coming. (laughs)
0: Fucking hell, man. I just have to mention good old (laughs) Freddie Mandel on keyboards and Guy Babylon on keyboards. Wonderful. He fucking hated synths like the rest of us. Mm. But, well, not really. Not like the rest of us. <laughs> so um, he, those two were on keyboards. It, we're getting very 80s here, early 90s, aren't we? Yes. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Healing Hands. Mm. We're getting very, it was a churchy time. It was like was i yeah, I'll yeah. take you there. Everyone yeah. was going gospel so and big. getting warm, mm-hmm. you know, whatever they do. Yeah. And uh, Healing <laughs> Hands, yes. <laughs> yeah. What other tracks were on this one? Uh, Just so on I can remember. Because I was probably drunk a lot of these times. Oh, fuck. 89. Um,
1: sleeping Sacrifice? With the past. Yeah, Sacrifice not of Sacrifice.
0: Course.
1: Yeah. I didn't mind that. Fucking uh, Club at the End of the Street, that was the other one. It was the animated the animated film clip, remember?
0: Club
1: at the End of oh. the Street. And he had all of his sort of competition in it, like Michael Jackson, like animated oh, Michael Jackson. Oh, no. I think Madonna was in an animated Animation and stuff. Animation was
0: big. Yeah. Yeah. Rolling yeah. Stones was doing it.
1: Yeah, yeah, and um,
0: Paula and Abdul. He didn't
1: have to show up, you know, like yeah. An oh fuck, clip. absolutely. You could get
0: fucking coked off your tits and not show up. <laughs> yeah. How perfect? I, don't, I think he was straight around here. When did he go strictly straight? He hasn't drunk for a long time. Oh,
1: in terms of no drugs. Yeah, and stuff. yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. no, no.
0: <laughs> sorry, honey, not sexually. Look, we all know he's probably not it was straight. around. <laughs> <Probably> <laughs> I mean, coke and probably bronc. it
1: was around this time, and probably this is all about what this album is about, sleeping with the past in terms of like making peace with your former self and part of that healing process and healing hands, and you know what I mean? Sacrifice. Yeah, you can tell it's sort of he's gone through some transition or it's like he's sort of woken up and he's, yeah, I don't know. Gone to rehab. (laughs) Um, He still
0: has. He. he, I saw him in an interview saying that he still has dreams about being coked off his tits, and his mother comes in and catches him, and it's taken him years to get over the dreams. Like it's just so. He must have done so much shit. How exciting! You know. Have you
1: seen the um? Have you seen the (laughs) fucking fantastic footage of Lily Allen? And him presenting. I love Lily. Oh Ellen. my god. So it's Lily Ellen and him presenting at an awards, and she's sozzled, mate. She's pissed and love fucking her. high. Great and artist. She can't get her shit together, and Elton's completely ashamed of her. He's had enough. Oh, she's, really? Yeah, she, he's annoyed with her. She's because fucking he had can't enough. be
0: around that anymore. And she's a woman. And, <laughs> it lo- and, and not
1: can. And so, yeah, yes, exactly. She loves and, cock. And <laughs> he's sort of starts turning his back on her and just throwing like comments over his shoulders and starts pissing her off and so she's pissed and starts giving it back of course she would and and um he, she says something like she she actually says something like fuck off elton i'm young and i've got my whole life ahead of me all right like trying to stick it up and trying you know you're old i got my whole life ahead of me and he oh. says he says something like um Honey, I could snort you under the table...
0: Wow, that is a good yeah, comeback.
1: That's his comeback. Great like, comeback. Completely sober these days and stuff, but it's like, I could. <laughs> it's like, please, please. It's why. Please. I mean, I
0: love Lily Allen and her funny songs about her muff and shit, mm. you know, you fucking country bumpkin about her vagina. What's that song?
1: Oh, I Yeah. Yeah, it's I cute, <laughs> right? It's cute. Yeah. Everyone
0: laughs. Oh, yeah. isn't she funny? Yeah. Fucking whatever. But if you're in that sort of scenario where you are performing with Elton John, wouldn't you think you'd don't hold get your grog? off. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't you think you'd go, maybe I should perform like I'm performing in front of my mother?
1: <sighs> maybe she was nervous, you know? Like, that's another nah, reason people she's fucking a
0: fucking freak.
1: Belt and back as yeah, well. Yeah, no,
0: no, no, no. She's not nervous. She's just fucking, just being one of those people that don't <laughs> think there's. I mean, where's her career gone now, though, really? Yeah. There's it makes
1: for great footage. Yeah, check that one out. Yeah. yeah. I just think
0: that it gets really hard for him to be around that. Because he did, um, I think it was Prince Andrew's 21st he played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, true. And he was dancing with the Queen. Oh, yeah. Rock around the clock or something. Yeah, And that's like the highlight of his life.
1: You never, even though he had that sort of checkered past, you never saw it. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? He was never. In uh, the
0: papers. Yeah.
1: He was never like fucking I don't know like Amy Winehouse like crawling home and you know you never saw George that Michael shit. in
0: the Dunnies. yeah
1: yeah there wasn't that no,
0: which very is classy. why
1: when yeah exactly he didn't you know and I'm about to say he didn't do tacky but you look at half the stage out. it's it's sort of tacky in terms of um, his conduct you know there was he he was professional. You Absolutely. Know, professional. Absolutely. <laughs>
0: yeah. Anyway. We're gonna have to wrap it up. That was a great episode we are. for something that I thought would go nowhere. It yeah. fucking went somewhere. I
1: knew it'd be a winner. So you know what I mean? Good. You have
0: those roots every now and then in life That's and you think right. this could go nowhere.
1: Yeah, what am I doing? And but then you're maybe
0: like, oh, it's oh. gonna go somewhere. Afterwards. That's right. <laughs> Brilliant,
1: guys. Hey, if you love the show, get your friends on board. Invite them to have a listen. They'll get hooked. Please like, share, rate and review. Give us five stars. Become a follower on whatever platform you can. We're on over ten different platforms these days. You can check out what we're doing on our website, Sammy, can't you?
0: You can. Our our website is www.the80smontage.com. Everything's there, Patreon. All our gigs because we have a live band. Mm -hmm. For those of you that have just joined us because it's Elton today, and a lot of people would have, Mm. we've got a live band called Rewind 80s and we do a lot of the theatres in Melbourne and, oh, sorry, Australia. Yeah. And for our Brisbane people, get your tickets. We've already sold 250 tickets. We need – It's going to sell out. It's going to sell out. So Brisbane people, I know there's a heap of you there. Come on and get tickets. You can actually get tickets on Rewind um, Rewind80sMixtape.com.au as well. Mm. Is that what it is?
1: Rewind80s Mixtape? Yeah. Dot com com. Dot Wonderful. Yeah, that's Fantastic. for the theatre's
0: site. Ah, sweet. Yeah, with all the ticket sales that's and stuff. That's great. Brilliant.
1: Yeah. Brilliant. Lots of gigs next year with Rewind 80s, So you'll, we'll see you out in the roads. very exciting.
0: Absolutely. But
1: until then, keep listening, guys. We love you out there. We, we do love our love subscribers you. and we love our Patreons. Become a Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. It's $1.50 a Dollar fifty days. now, yeah. For $10, around $10 a month. You get the extra. You and do, fucking funny mate.
0: Oh yeah, we wrote a track called "Dirty Hall." Oh
1: yeah, awesome song. It's just
0: fantastic. Um, and, and next one. week is hip hop special.
1: Hip hop in the '80s, yeah. guys. It's going to be another winner. So it's tune gonna be, in, please. Yeah,
0: boy. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, thank oh. you for listening. We hope you've enjoyed the Elton John special. We're going to be nice and tanked for the next episode. We're just going to record that now. We love you guys, and hey France, we really love you as much as we fucking bag the shit out of you. Yeah, we fucking love you. Can't
1: wait to be back. And also, if it's music, mateys, or
0: cool shit from the eighties,
1: we're going to talk about it.
0: Unreal.